rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, my my guys, my friends, my guy, my guy. I it, it feels so long since I've seen you all. I have to apologize for that. I feel like I've been. I don't, it's been a really tough schedule, so thank you all for your flexibility. I hope to be returning to more regular evening shows more, um, in the near future. Really, really, I hope so. So anyway, my name is Tara Devlin. We do, we do meet on Saturday evenings and around the 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time it's been. Um it used to be 6 p.m., so not that it matters, I guess. Uh, maybe, I don't know, you guys can let me know if 8 works better for you in general. Is this a better time? You can let me know if you're, if you're interested. All right, listen up, listen up. We meet here on Saturday evenings, of course, and uh, this is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and uh, that's really how we're going to win. We will win because we're on the right side of all of those uh, essential things that are needed to be, in a, to be a patriot. This is patriotic. Is the volume low? Okay. Shit. Too low, says Lee in New York City. Hold on. Hold on. I would. I mean, I hear it in my headset, but everything sucks, so I wouldn't be surprised. Is the volume low? Is that better? One, two, three. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. That's as high as it goes. What do you think now? Let me know if that's a little better. It's very difficult to run a show. That's why I need... Oh, well... Let me know if this works any better. Uh, um, we, like I said, we do it anyway. And we, and even though we have all these technical problems sometimes. So is it working? Yep, 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 yep. This sucks. Anybody? How's that? Tell me if that's better. Tell me if this, if the volume is better. I know we have a delay. That's why I keep saying, tell me if it's better. Tell me if it's better. And I can't hear. Um, you guys hear it better? I hope so, because not sure if uh, anything else I can do except restart the show, which we've did not that we haven't done that before. So, uh, how are we doing on the? If it clips, I'll tell you. It's too okay. Good. So it sounds better. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lee. And this is how we do the show. Really, you guys are the producers. I'm, uh, I might be in the driver's seat, but this is our show, and that's how I look at it. So I can't do it without you, clearly. Thank you so much, Lee, for, for caring enough to say it sucks. The volumes, well, you didn't say it that way, but I'm so used to being abused, so I guess. Um, not by you guys. All right, thank you again. Jim, of course, shows up. And he pays the cover charge. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And all right, what was I saying? I have to say some some plugs. We're on Rockfin. We're on Verdant Square Radio, which is another great liberal network of original programming. We're on FYI Nation. 
another liberal network that has original programming. And also, uh, where else are we? Well, the other places, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps us grow. And uh, what else? I am forgetting it all. This This is because I'm so all over the place. I've had so much... You don't even know. Whatever. It's that's. We'll talk about it one day. So, um, what else? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, become a patron. What the hell? What the hell is wrong with me? Right. <laughs> the driver gets distracted by cats. That's for sure. And I see Tara Junior Junior is right behind me. But let's hope he. I don't know. I. It's kind of hard to do the show with him sitting on the keyboard. So. All right, let's just get into it because we have a lot to talk about and not a lot of time to do it. Um, I'm really glad that we're, we have the show, honestly, I have to tell you guys. And I think about it more often because it's, uh, it's not easy. living. I was actually yet again on the Irish immigration website looking up become an Irish citizenship uh, citizen my my grandparents were from Ireland I was it's not an impossible thing to get dual citizenship where I can register as a foreign birth and then um, apply for an Irish passport and I was thinking really what am I gonna do what are we gonna do so to apply for an Irish passport to have it in my back pocket in case or when these Republicans uh, do take over. Everything they're doing right now, I don't know if we're taking it seriously enough. I know that we are, but I mean, the the Joe Bidens of the world, the we know that the Joe Manchins of the world are not. And... Neither I, and neither are the Christian cinema. I can't even believe that these basic, un, un uh, what's the, I mean, unimpressive human beings are gonna are are, are like the fissured hemorrhoids on th- everything we need to do to ensure that the Republicans don't destroy this American democracy. And I'm really concerned. I'm con- so much so that I, I do walk around with a knot in my stomach. I, w- I don't know. Is it worth it? Then I think, should, uh, should I get the hell out of here? That's what I think. Should I just say, F it and go? Would I be happier? Not, I mean, happiness is overrated sometimes, but what else is there in life? I uh, I don't know. I'll we'll have to discuss it more. Then I'll, then I'll feel like I'm abandoning ship. But when when do we cross that line? So maybe getting an Irish passport would be um, sort of like my insurance policy for myself. To because then I think about the um, the people who lived in in Germany while it fell to fascism. And all along the way, they refused to heed the warnings and heed that gut feeling of let's get the hell out of here because they thought, well, it will pass. 
when you interview survivors, that's what they say. Well, this too shall pass. All of the, but of course, it's not. We're we're not to that point. Uh, we're not. Um, obviously, the 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 fascists have been driven from the White House at least, but they're infesting the halls of power, from sea to shining sea, and in legislatures in state houses in all all across this country we have uh it's not just trump trump only he only exploited the fissures of disunity and the he has the entire party of fascist enablers behind him cheering him on, him on passing legislation based on the big lie and Covering his ass, uh, covering the ass, and covering the asses of the traitors who literally attacked this government on January 6th. Now, I mean, we have to be delusional not to see the, the, the danger in this and to watch the corporate media go from they'll, they'll do a story on the January 6th assault on the insurrection, and then they'll go to, from that story to another story about how um, Joe Biden is negotiating with the Republicans on infrastructure. Uh, I don't see... Uh, okay. What's more important here? The, the infrastructure? Yeah, that's important. If we're living in a functioning society, of course. But it's like the house is on fire and we're discussing rearranging or or putting in new electrical outlets or something or upgrading our um, upgrading to a more renewable. And that's all well and good. But there's one job right now, and that's stop the fascist takeover of this country. You can't negotiate with the fascists. There's no negotiating with them. And, and B- Biden keeps throwing them bones, keeps negotiating down the things that we need to do anyway to, to water down a bills, whatever bill it may be. He's doing it with the infrastructure bills. He's doing it with, uh, with everything else to try to get their buy-in when they're not even going to vote for it anyway. Oh, God, I'll be right back. Hello, everybody. My name is Tara Devon. Thank you so much, Richard W. Thank you for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. The damn show just started. I need you all the time, Richard. Thank you. I need your your constant encouragement. And thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat. When will Republic clown voters ever gonna know that Eisenhower was the last year Republic, last real Republican, or he says Republican. But when? Um, the first of never. I will, I'll speculate. I'll throw myself out there on a, on, a, on a limb and speculate that the first of never, because they're not, they're not wedded to reality. Reality has no bearing on the Republican agenda, as we know. The entire thing is a grift. Now, we see what's happening right now. Um, right before we went on air, Twitter is 
supposed to be taking the stage for another round of his narcissistic supply, that it was running out. It, um, I don't know how he, he stood upright all these days in Mara Moron, where, well, taking over the open mic at random weddings to complain how unfair everybody is to him. This is what, what's going to kill this country? That's what I can't, I can't get over. That thing... What Mike Malloy calls the orange vomit, that's what he is. That thing, that waste of human DNA is going, that's what's going to destroy this country. Because you know why? He's a con man. And everything that the Republicans have been selling has, have, has been a grift. It's always been a grift. But then we could really, if we want to be honest with ourselves, we can argue the entire American experiment has been a grift from, from the inception. It's never been actualized. We've never really had a functioning democratic republic that works for all. And the closer we get to that, that's when the freaks fly out of the belfry to destroy this government. And that's what they're destroying. All in the name of uh, mom and apple pie, of course. But that's because that's part of the grift. The patriot grift. This is why we're, we take back patriotism. This is patriotism. Patriotism means not... Well, it means being able to function in a free democratic society and not being an eager dupe of a con man. That's it. Not being so easily conned by, by a grift because you're a racist POS. And that's what it comes down to. They tickle the racist funny bones, and however they package their grift, they, they resell it um, to them, giving them permission, not just tacit permission, open, outright permission to be as racist and stupid and ugly as they want to be, and meanwhile vilifying the, the rest of the country that has darker pigment or all different kinds of pigment, it's, um, they, they, they have effectively divided and conquered the country. So, not a, but the, the thing is, they don't have to fall for the grift. You don't have to fall for it. But they do every time. They're, it's 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 baffling to me. So while the uh, orange vomit gets ready to take the stage again, um, why are the corporate media giving him any airtime? This is what baffles me again. And another example why the corporate media is part of the problem. They have been part of the problem. Without a corporate media, without the concentrated media ownership, we wouldn't be in this position. So I expect Fox News to, to run Twitler's uh, narcissistic Nuremberg rally, narcissistic supply rally, that's what it is. But MSNBC? Why? I thought that's supposed to be liberal media. We know it's not liberal media. It's a friggin' corporate media. It might have a bent that's a little bit more for, uh, geared towards normal people, but 
it is corporate media and they want they understand that there's a it's not the in, i mean they are generating interest in twitler's rallies what would happen if nobody attended or well let's say nobody showed this rally because they will amplify it we know that people will, will attend because we have 35 percent morons in this country but they don't have to show the rally why are they showing it? Okay, report it. Say, yeah, he lied again. That's what he's going to do. He's up there lying again. Why? Why would the corporate media send a correspondent and do live, pe- live hits from inside the rally? Discuss it, talking. Let's, let, this is what we have to do now. We have to constantly check in with the traders. Let's check in again. Oh, well, let's go back live to North Carolina to check in with the traders to see what they think. What, well, the point is um, they don't think. They are e- eager dupes, and they're easily led. No wonders. And the other thing that happened this week, this is why we need a daily show at a set time, so thank you, patrons. The more patrons we get... We will be able to eventually have a daily show at a set time so we could, I don't know, give the corporate media a run for its money. But um, you saw Giuliani uh, hawking my pillow. And then Donald Trump Jr., he's on Cameo. And come on. What, what billionaire... Okay, we're supposed to believe, this is the thing I've been saying forever, that Donald Trump is not a businessman. He's not a successful businessman. He played one on reality TV, okay? I, um, I played a leprechaun once in um, the second grade school play. That don't mean I have a pot of coal, gold anywhere, though I wish I did. Um, he's not a successful businessman. He couldn't even main, he doesn't even have the friggin' energy to maintain a blog like a 16-year-old teenage girl does or once did. He, could, he doesn't have the energy. He's not a successful businessman. So if you're a successful businessman, what billionaire do you see going on Cameo to give uh, shout-outs to happy birthday greetings and well wishes. This is, it's a grift, like everything else. And no, no damn surprise, Donald Trump Jr. is not the only Republican on Cameo. They all seem to run to Cameo. Now, let's, um, let me tell you, none of the Obama administration or the, the former Obama administration alumni are on cameo they're not out there uh, selling well wishes for five hundred dollars a pop they're not selling slippers they're not selling viagra or fake uh, cranberry diabetes cures because it's always been about money you don't do that to your fellow americans if you're a patriot you see if you're a patriot you don't scam them You don't look at your fellow Americans 
and just try to get as much money, squeeze as much money out of them as you possibly can. God. I mean, seriously, you don't see Bernie Sanders, right? I mean, not that he's not retired or anything. He's not retired, like I'm saying, but you don't see them. You don't see, um, who else? Well, any, just pick, pick any Democratic contender for the presidency. You, you um, compare the Democrats and the Republicans, their, their stable of contenders. It's like a joke reality TV star. These are the people that are supposed to be so against Hollywood. And meanwhile, they are so, they're so easily duped. And it was like, I remember actually, I, I had forgotten about this and I was listening to Tom Hartman earlier this week and he mentioned that, uh, he reminded me when, when um, Scalia in one of his where was it? Tom Hart. Wait, where was it? Scalia. He mentioned Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer's a fictional character. In he mentioned Jack Bauer in um, regard to torture to justify torture. This is who, who their great mind, right? The great mind of Scalia, the 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 genius of fixing the facts around the policy. Yeah, Justice Supreme Court, where is it? Oh, yeah. Um, Supreme Court Justice cites Jack Bauer and the Hollywood Torture Show 24 as relevant background for constitutional jurisprudence. Jack Bauer, this is Scalia. Jack Bauer saved Los Angeles. He saved hundreds of thousands of lives. Are you fucking kidding me? Scalia said... Then recalling season two, where the agent's rough interrogation tactics saved California from a terrorist nuke, the Supreme Court etched a line in the sand. Are you going to convict Jack Bauer? Scalia challenged his fellow judges. Say that criminal, say that criminal law is against him? You have the right to a jury trial? Is any jury going to convict Jack Bauer? I don't think so. This is one of their great minds. Are you, are you what? Are, is a jury going to convict Jack Bauer? This is what a justice of the Supreme Court said in justifying torture. Something that is so anti-American, supposedly... Uh, I, I, you, do you understand that the, what we're up against, that everything these Republicans, not only do they, everything they touch dies, but they're unfit. They're completely unfit. And I've been saying it for years. You don't give them power. You don't give people who can't who 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 have no no interest in a functioning democracy who has it if, if if this doesn't say it all 
if you have an interest in a functioning democracy, this is this is your Supreme Court justice that you look to and that they cite. And like Amy Coney B. Basic Bitch Barrett, how she's oh, didn't she she um, clerked for Scalia, and that's who I want to be like Scalia. She's squatting in Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat. Now imagine if Ruth Bader Ginsburg had done something so stupid like Scalia. But you see, Republicans, they get a long, they have a very long leash. They get a wide berth. Being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. That's it. Being a Republican means you can be put on the Supreme Court and then you can sit up there with a straight face and defend the actions of a fictional character. Use that fictional character as justification uh, to push your right-wing views. You know, that's the thing about fiction. You can write anything. In, in Jack Bauer's world, torture might actually work. But... Uh, if you asked the interrogators of the uh, um, who worked during Nazi, uh, during the fascist World War II, when we were fighting fascism and not enabling it, they often said during you know, this time that when Scalia was uh, alive during breath, whatever that I guess it was that's whatever his interpretation of alive was. He, um, the, the, the interrogators of, um, I'm trying to find the, the right word. The interrogators who interrogated the Nazis that we had captured in World War II said that they received more actionable intelligence by playing chess with their prisoners than they ever would by torturing them. And they never tortured prisoners because it gave it, it gave phony intelligence and they didn't have the, any damn time to waste getting bullshit intelligence they were fight and plus they were fighting for more than just um whatever they were fighting for an ideal they were fighting for the ideal of um of western democracy and that's another thing that goes back to george washington when the British were torturing the Americans, the, the, uh, the patriotic col uh, colonists, and in fact, because a lot of the, the Revolutionary War was fought by Hessian, um, I guess, mercenaries, and they were brutal to the American colonists. George Washington, uh, especially when the reports came back of of American prisoners of war, how they were being treated, he gave strict orders. Here comes Tara Jr. Jr. Not to not to treat the um, our prisoners of war um, similarly, because we were fighting for more than just uh, just freedom from the intergenerational aristocracy and monarchy. We were fighting for an idea. Oh my God, Shannon is in the chat room. It's been a little while. Where the hell you been? Thank you, Shannon, for your super chat. And here's Tara Jr. Jr. Here. Oh, I put the wrong button. <laughs> the show's not over. You see what happens when a cat steps on your keyboard? 
Now that wasn't the cat's fault. See, I'm blaming the cat. It's almost like a Republican in that part, uh, taking no responsibility. I'll just blame the cat. But that's who, oh well, actually, that's uh, something that we were, I wanted to talk about too, how the Republicans are, they found their new Hillary, they found <laughs> their new scapegoat is Dr. Fauci, which is so ridiculous, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. So I just want to uh, continue with this a little bit. And this is an article from The Atlantic from 2007. And um, who wrote it? Oh, it doesn't even have a guy's name from The Atlantic. It says The Daily Dish. Earth to Justice Scalia, Jack Bauer does not exist, but the assumption that he does can lead to a lot of unusual places. I don't care about holding people. I really don't, Scalia said. Even if a real terrorist suffered mistreatment, is released because of complaints of abuse, the interpretation of the terrorist plot would have ensured Los Angeles's safe. I mean, it doesn't make sense anyway. During a break from the panel, Justice Scalia specifically mentioned a segment in season two when Jack Bauer finally figures out how to break the diehard terrorist intent on nuking L.A. The real genius, the judge said, is that this is primarily done with mental leverage. You understand he's fucking talking about a TV show. The, the real genius is that it's done with mental leverage. This is a great scene where he told a guy that he was going to have his family killed, Scalia said. They had it on closed-circuit television, and it was all staged. And they didn't really kill the family, but they pretended to. What the? F- you see, he's saying on, on um, the show, they really weren't torturing. It was just a, a ruse. But what the fuck? Get the f- out of here, Republicans. But th- this is one of their heroes. Like Saint Reagan, none of um, this is this this is something that they should be embarrassed about. If any one of the Democratic justices had similarly re- referenced some uh, a fictional character as justification, they would well actually you know come to think of it, they really are the Republicans yet again. Are, nothing's changed. They they are referencing a fictional character when they pledge allegiance to Trump, because that's who he is. He is a fictional character of a successful businessman, and it's all this successful businessman bullshit that has this country teetering. Well, <laughs> is it teetering or falling into fascism? My name is Tara Devlin. I'll be right back. Holy moly. It's all a grift. Here, I want to show you something, too. Every, and it's a lie. So it, nothing they say is true. And um, here, I was looking at some of Donald Trump Jr.'s cameos. If I got to watch this shit, you do, too. I ain't watching this shit alone, Shannon. Where's this? Okay, here. Let me get rid of this right here. 
I ain't watching this shit alone. Oh, come on. Where's Good the luck on your hunt. That's awesome. As you know, that's something I do. Push yourself, challenge yourself. Nothing better than being in the woods and pushing yourself. The only thing perhaps more challenging will pushing be getting a leftist a cliff, wife maybe. to lean more right. So, Jordan, come on. Give us a break. Have you watched the news? Have you watched this clown on TV? Have you looked at fuel prices, lumber prices, the Middle East? You name it, they're blowing you it. Name Energy it. independence. Come on, you're from Texas. So, please... Come to a MAGA rally, and I promise you, you'll see something there. Now, Allison, I'll see something you there, two all right. are growing up in Texas, so you have a chance to avoid the indoctrination. Don't go full commie. And Matt, I don't know what you're doing here, but <laughs> you should be packing up Jonathan's bags for his hunt and maybe cooking for him along the way, okay, guys? Have a good one. Enjoy. Good luck. And I'll speak to you guys soon. Hopefully, I'll see you at that MAGA rally sometime in the not-too-distant oh future. Oh, my God. And the not-too—that's how he ends everything, in the not-too-distant too future. Have you seen it? The mess. Everything's a mess. Everything. Everything. You see the gas prices, the, the lumber prices. It's a, yeah, everything's a mess. I don't know. When we, when we gave, when we transferred power to the fake-ass successful businessman who received fewer votes— we had an economy on the rise, and then all of a sudden, we, the United States breaks out in corpses everywhere and pandemics. Well, they found a new scapegoat, of course. They found Dr. Fauci is going to be their, their new scapegoat, which is, of course, you can't blame the con man who received fewer votes and told people to eat hydroxychloroquine and inject themselves with bleach. It's not his fault. The one who said that it was going to disappear like a miracle. One day we'd wake up and Easter Sunday is a very special day. We'd all gather in church because um, whether, uh, well, he, he'd see to that, I guess, except for the tear gas. Hold on. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. What's happening? Do you hear him? Ray Ray. Come here. I don't know if you could hear him. He's so cute, little Ray. He's got a very cute little way of talking. He's like, meow, meow, meow. Ray, Ray, where are you, honey? Come on, come on. Ah. He's cute. Well, what are you going to do? No, he's not cute. This isn't cute. But hold on a second. Here's, so, uh, here's a couple others. I... If I gotta watch this shit, like I said, you gotta watch it. Jacob, your incredible fiance <laughs> Rebecca told me that you just passed your PE exam. That's absolutely awesome. I imagine that was a little bit tough given all the craziness of the last year with things getting pushed out and all of the nonsense, but congratulations on nonsense. getting it done. Congratulations on your engagement. And I hear that maybe, maybe the honeymoon could be at Doral. I promise you, you guys will love it down there, and maybe I'll see you there myself. It's an amazing place. Keep going with the turkey hunting and the deer hunting and the fishing oh, and God. being in the woods. As you know, it's a big part of me and my oh, lifestyle. So I wish a bear if I run into you at Doral, get his maybe revenge. I'll see you in the woods or in a stream or on a lake or on oh, the water someday. Maybe it'd be Thanks floating. for all your support. Face we appreciate down. it. It means the world to us. You're the best. And again, congratulations, and I wish you guys both the best of luck in your marriage. 
I'm sure it'll be awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Have a good one. He's such a child. Awesome. Everything's awesome. Gwen, this is Donald Trump Jr. Happy birthday. I hope you had a wonderful day. This is a billionaire. Uh, I appreciate all the love and support you've shown myself, my father, our family, and our country. Uh, I hope you had an By incredible weekend celebrating uh, in Dallas. Being uh, a trader in Dallas. I hear there's no masks in sight, so no thanks mask. so much for the support. Hey, Have lots a of wonderful corpses, birthday, though. and hopefully I'll run into you in Texas sometime in the not-too-distant future. Have a great day, and congrats <laughs> In the not-too-distant future. It can't be distant enough. Hopefully, we'll run into each other the first of never. Oh, my God. James and Lori, this is Donald Trump Jr. This is a billionaire. Your friends, Lindsay, Michaela, <laughs> Kelly, and Carly are super excited about your wedding, and so it am I. I just wanted to wish you guys and all of real. the best. Uh, I hope you have an incredible wedding. I hope you have a great time. And more importantly, I hope you have an incredible and long-lasting marriage. Unlike really you, Really wishing right? you guys the best. Thank you so much for all of and the support. And your dad. Uh, Trade up those trophy it. wives. I heard the wedding got a little bit rescheduled due to COVID, so uh, hopefully you have a good and Rona-free wedding. Rona-free. Be well, guys. Good luck and congratulations Rona-free. He is a child. Linda, this is Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> I'd never Happy stopped. birthday. I hope you have an absolutely awesome, awesome. day. I hear you're awesome. a mostly peaceful Latina activist. So we appreciate it. There's a lot of them. I live with one, so I totally get it. And it's awesome. On Thank you so much for the support. We truly appreciate it, and we're grateful. And we look forward to seeing you at a MAGA rally in sometime the in the not too distant future. Oh, yes. Keep yes. it up and have a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful birthday. In the not too distant future. Eric and Daniel over at Standard Fish. Donald Trump Jr. here. Appreciate what you guys this are doing. Glad you're down the road from us at Palos Verdes. And I hope to see you there. And I hope we're ordering fish from you guys. In the not too distant Thanks future. for everything. We appreciate the support. And again, I hope to run into you on the course down there sometime in the not too distant future. <laughs> it's a great place. I'd love to buy you dinner. Have a good one, guys. You will buy? What are you kidding me? You're the one who walk goes to the bathroom when the chuck when the check comes. You're like, oh yeah, I don't I don't have any cash. I don't I left my wallet. Uh, please, that you're you learn from the best grifter. You don't pay. I'm gonna buy you dinner. Please, they, you're the one hawking five hundred dollar cameos. I guess cocaine and legal fees. That's uh, stretching your wallet a little bit, but... Look. I've been sleeping on my pillows for some time. I love them. They're simply the very best pillows ever made. But I just found out that they Such also have a wide assortment of other incredible products, like their mattress toppers, sheets, towels, and slippers. And more! <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got a raincoat? Slippers! and slippers and more I thought he was gonna stroke out there for a second the mattress topper sheets Sorry, that's towels disgusting. and slippers and more and more wow well this is that's republicans this is what they do oh, I'm Mike Huckabee. this is too low damn it can be reversed 
I should know because I did it. And today you can too. It's all about making simple lifestyle changes and healthier food choices. And there is no other way to reverse diabetes. Solution kit. And this is four weeks. I used it's the too low now. to lose 110 pounds of fat, get my own blood sugar under control, and completely reverse. Oh, he's really trying to help people. Now, like me, you'll have to maintain this healthier lifestyle in order to keep diabetes. And how do you do that? You buy. What do you buy? Where is it? Where is it? The Bar Barton. That's why I'm strongly suggesting that you look into this product from Barton Publishing called the Diabetes Solution Kit. It's a bullshit. It's complete and utter bullshit, by, but, you know, that's Republicans. Pounds of fat. Get my own Governor, let me ask you, Ron Fournier of uh, National Journal, who will be on this broadcast later very today, low, I know. writes that while you uh, are talking as a populist, a blue-collar uh, populist, uh, you have lent your name uh, for money to questionable products. Questionable products. Well, that's the whole Republican brand. Diabetes cure is simply not supported by the medical community. <laughs> How about what about that? Well, there's going to be a lot of criticism thrown my way. Uh, one of the things that I have said is that uh, the particular plan you're talking about is about the healthy eating. Uh, watching the kind of foods one oh takes in. It's a cranberry and, cure. You know, I, I don't have to defend everything that I've ever done. I'm not doing those uh, infomercials, obviously, now as a candidate for president. Uh, but if that's the worst thing somebody can say to me yeah. is that I advocated for yeah. people who have diabetes. Oh, is that what you did? Uh, to do something to reverse it and stop the incredible pain of that. Oh, that's what you were doing. Really, uh, not passing legislation well, uh, or trying to lobby lawmakers to pass legislation for universal health care let's say so people can get the help they need with diabetes no you're pushing some bullshit cranberry cure that of course non-fda approved bullshit cranberry cure this is what they are they are grifters all of them everything is a scam the grift continues it's the grift mill I was looking for this Bob Dole one, too. Where is Bob Dole? I thought I had it. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. We have a very hopping chat room tonight at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. So come on over and join the join. Join in. What the fuck is this? Wait, wait, wait. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? I, I had this other... Wait, I, I swear to God. I, I get things prepared and then I can't find them. That's why I need a patron. Patron. I got to come up with a song for that. A patron. Just become a patron. It'll help. It helps. Okay, I found it. It'll help uh, me <laughs> maybe hire a goddamn producer. Won't that be nice? So I won't have to fumble around during the show unless you like that. Maybe some people do like that. They think it's cute. I find it a little annoying, but whatever. I appreciate all your support. Here. Where is it? All right. You have to output that. You see, I'm, I'm live producing as we're on the air. And thank you 
Evolve One. Why are the Democrats so feckless? I appreciate your voice. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Why are they? Um, I don't know. And that's why we're here. This is how we will change this country. And I say it, it's not just because I want you to become a patron, which I do, but I believe this with all my heart. And that's why I'm doing the show. That, and we talk about it all the time, we wouldn't be in this boat without, um, without right-wing media, without the right-wing fascist propaganda and corporate propaganda infesting this country. That's where they're getting all their bullshit QAnon ideas from. And Fox News is amplifying it, and OAN, and, and the big lie spreads because of propaganda, the media. That's how important it is. That's why it matters what the American people are watching and reading and listening to. And every autocrat that's ever destroyed a constitutionally limited democratic republic knows this. Everyone from every republic that's ever fallen they, what, what do they do? And immediately uh, take over the, the means of communication. Uh, well, it's even before. You see, if the, the rise of, in Nazi Germany, the rise of, the, of, of, of Nazi Germany, they started by, they took over a, uh, a newspaper before, when, when, the, when Germany was still a republic. This is what, how it started. They bought out a, a newspaper that was um, faltering and started to spew their, their, their fascist propaganda into the public discourse without a media. That's why, they, that's why the founders enshrined the press in our Constitution. This, we can't do it without it. We cannot win without a liberal media. And this is the liberal media. I know, right? The liberal media has needs help. So, where is it? Where is it? So, for example, I don't know. I'm, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Of course, I just wanted to play those, um, those cameos. Oh, my God. But where, where is this other one? Here, for example, and earlier today I was looking at the FBI website. <laughs> I don't know if you guys um, saw. They're still arresting people. They're still looking for people. And they, they've been posting more videos. FBI website. And the most wanted. It's really chilling to, to watch them. Let's see. And when you look at them and you see the abuse, there's one of the one of these old fuckers storming the Capitol, and he he takes out a cattle prod, and there's an officer down, and he's not casually putting his hand through the door, me and and shocking the police officer, and when you think about just to juxtapose that image next to Ron Johnson or or any other the Republicans, and they are legion, who are denying 
what happened on January 6th, who are echoing Putin's talking points on January 6th. There's no, that's, there's no mistake. There's no, um, there, it is not, um, let's, let's not be generous and think that they're not actively colluding with the anti, the anti-American agenda of, of Putin. I mean, they, you know, for a fact, and they've done, they've done studies on the Republican base in recent years. The Republicans are, they, especially during Obama, they did a study saying that the Republican base likes Putin more than Obama. So they, they think that Putin is a better leader than Obama. And it goes down to what? What is it? What could it be? It is racism. I mean, it ultimately goes down to that. Everything with the Republicans, it boils down to their, their racist-ass ideology, their racist-ass bigotry. I mean, racist bigotry, whatever. Their racist base. Where is it? Hold on a second. For example, think about this. The other day, Joe Biden gave a speech about where he, echo, where he not echoed, he, me, he mentioned and, well, I guess echoed, whatever, who cares? What am I, why am I overthinking every word that comes out of my mouth? I'm sorry. Um, so he, he wrote, um, I mean, he gave a speech where he noted that what the FBI has been saying, that white supremacy is the greatest threat against this country uh, it's 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 a, an active threat that uh, is the most dangerous threat to the American homeland, and I hate that word because it reminds me of Nazis. But so yeah, who could disagree with that? Make no mistake, of course, the American fascists disagree. They don't. They they know Joe Biden is telling the truth, but he. The the right wing understand they need this country nice and divided, and now what they're they're playing this game. You see how well. Here's the thing: they're not um, they're they're not able to attack Joe Biden. It's not sticking with him because he's a white man. That's the bottom line. So they're changing their target to. Um, try to say that he is uh, he's a bumbling dementia patient so he's not really in control it's really um, Kamala Harris who's in control and gee what could it be about her that's um, or AOC that's another one of their boogeymen and of course it's women women and women um, who have darker pigment but so when Joe Biden comes out that this old white guy and he starts saying the 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 greatest threat, like the FBI have, have warned us, the greatest threat is um, is white supremacy. Talk. How could you how could you do a, a segment on the news and saying this is a lie? But Tucker Carlson does because he is a white supremacist. He's a white nationalist. He. And the rest of the, the freaks over at Fox News, they all are white supremacists. I don't care how dark, if they have darker pigment or not. This is what they're promoting. 
here. Where? Where is it? Where is it? Come on, man. Here's the um, Vox. Actually, did it? Uh, Vox unpacked Tucker Carlson. This is a couple of years ago. Talking about how Tucker Carlson is a white nationalist. Of Cape ah. News. He took over Bill O'Reilly's slot in April, and since then he's had the most watched news show on cable. Fox viewers love him because he takes on the liberal elite, and Fox executives love him because he's not embroiled in a sexual harassment scandal. But there's someone else who really likes Tucker Carlson. In replace of O'Reilly, we get Tucker, <laughs> who I think is a a much better. That's Richard figure. Spencer. He's certainly more intelligent. This the is Nazi. Richard Spencer, one of the most notorious white supremacists in the country. He at least has a kind of open-mindedness in a way that Bill Riley uh, never would. Spencer isn't the only professional racist giddy about Tucker's show. Here's David Duke, former Grand Wizard of the KKK, tweeting, God bless Tucker Carlson. And here's the white supremacist website Daily Stormer calling Tucker literally our greatest ally. So uh, what the hell is going on here? Why are white supremacists so excited about Tucker Carlson? In a lot of ways, Tucker is a typical Fox News host. He complains about political correctness, attacks liberal. Hold on a second. We'll be right back. Just waiting for the music. All right. Here, you know what? I'll play this off the screen. This is this is actually the Media Matters piece that I wanted to play of Tucker. I know, guys, I know. That's why I need a producer. All right, here is, let me do this, blah, blah, blah. Screen flow, yes. All right, here we go. You live here, if you want to divide it even more deeply along racial lines into groups that really hate each other on the basis of how they look, <laughs> See, you would give a speech, a disgusting speech, like the one that Joe Biden this? gave yesterday in Tulsa, Oklahoma. During the speech, Biden declared that the most lethal threat in the United States is not the cyber attacks, for example, shutting down our supplies of essentials like gasoline and meat. Essentials. It's not terrorism. It's not gang warfare. No, it's people who don't agree with Joe Biden. He calls. Don't agree with Joe Biden. It's a disgusting speech. This is what he calls disgusting. Agree with Joe Biden. He calls them white supremacists. That's not who he calls white. He didn't say people who don't agree with me are white supremacists. You see how he twists everything? No, that's not what he said. He, but Tucker Carlson says this is a disgusting speech where Joe Biden is reverse racisming all of us by calling his, um, those who didn't vote for him, calling them white supremacists? No. Why is Tucker Carlson getting so triggered by this, I wonder? It's because he's one. He is a white supremacist. And everything that comes out of his mouth, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, well, if it, if it quacks like a fascist, it's a fascist. And he's a fascist. So he's out there spreading this racist, uh, right out of the pages of the KKK, Right out of Nazism, this great replacement theory bullshit. 
which is complete and utter bullshit in a nation of immigrants, of course. He's saying that people who are immigrants to this country are diluting the votes of the native-born, assuming that all of the native-born are white people. And that's the problem. Why, fundamentally, Republicans are unfit. They have no interest in democracy. They only care if if straight-acting white males, rich white, white males, are the ones in control, period. Once we, have, we get closer to e pluribus unum, that's when the insurrections break out. Well, if they'll, they'll start with, with, every, with the voter suppression, gerrymandering, all their dirty tricks. When that doesn't work, they go to violence because that's what they are. It is a fundamentally undemocratic ideology. And Tucker Carlson really is one of the most dangerous people in this country. Like Fox News and future generations will, when they look back on this time, and we, I know this, I don't know, just knowing how historians think and act you you know what's they'll what they'll say. They will look at Tucker Carlson and revile him like they reviled Joseph Goebbels. He will be, and so will Hannity and and the Fox News and Rupert Murdoch and all of these right wing lying bastards, un American anti democratic kiss up, kick down, concentrated wealth bastards. They'll be reviled. They'll be looked on like the poison. Sp- the, the mouthpieces spreading poison through our body politic. That's their job. So whenever, and it's like this speech that Joe Biden gave where he, he discussed the dangers of white nationalism, like the FBI, you know, because they're not fooling around. I mean, it's not, the, the, the Republicans politicize everything everything that's why they hate bureaucracy i mean nobody likes like uh, red tape or whatnot but they're when they talk about the the deep state they're talking about people who work in government who are regular average human beings who take an oath to the constitution and take that oath seriously only Starting with the, with the Republicans, you know what they've done. They politicize everything. So, for example, when this FBI, well, it was during Obama. He, I mean, the fact that Obama, to answer the question, why are Dems so feckless? God knows. They were always trying to play nice with these fascists while the fascists are biting off their heads. Enough. We have to recognize the enemy, the enemy of the people. That's them. The domestic enemies the founders warned us about. That's them. So when it's like Shirley Sherrod, when she gave that speech during the Obama administration, when she said she realized that it wasn't about black versus white or white versus black. It was about rich versus poor. So they... They can't afford to have that message. That's the truth. That's the, tr- that's the true game being played. 
and racism is the is a tool it's one of their the cards that they play so we can't have the american people understand even a few what if they wake up and they understand that it's not about pigment it's about rich versus poor get get in your place everybody in their place and they use race to divide us so when when uh, joe biden says the big the greatest problem is white nationalism and our racist ass history and where we need to have a reckoning this is not about pushing anybody down it's about elevating everybody we're in this together and how are how do we move forward together we we uh we have to come together and reconcile that history together and face it not sweep it under the rug not deny it not ban it from being taught you know the ones who love freedom they want to ban people learning well of course because the more educated you are the more apt you will not vote republican because you'll see their scam terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today not isis not al-qaeda yep. white supremacists so this is the quote most lethal threat to the homeland more dangerous than al-qaeda or isis it's white supremacy so what is white supremacy well the weird thing is joe biden didn't define it what you need a definition because you're an idiot well, what's it's a white supremacist. We should know. They're the most lethal threat. Corporate America has tried to answer that question through one of their proxies, a think tank called the Minority Corporate Council Association. Now, the board of that group has representatives from U.S. Steel, Freddie Mac, Microsoft, heavy hitters. According to that group, the Minority Corporate Council, white supremacy means, quote, having a can-do attitude and a, quote, tendency to rugged individualism. Bullshit! That's what white supremacy is. See, this is, you, you see how filthy he is and racist. Hold on, I'll be right back. My name is Tara Devlin. White, so he, so here's Tucker Carlson trying to spread this bullshit that, um, white supremacy is defined or or maybe he's trying to redefine white supremacy as being as as having a can do attitude tendency to rugged individualism a can do attitude and a quote tendency to rugged individualism that in itself is offensive that's what white supremacy is having a can do attitude and tendency towards rugged rugged individualism if that's not taking things out of context what is and this is what a fascist does they cherry pick their whatever it doesn't matter what what sentences flank those statements they will cherry pick it and put it in and say with those confused eyes and eyebrows what does he mean what is he talking about white supremacy what what is a white supremacist i'm too stupid i'm only the heir to the chicken to the chicken uh what's a swanson bullshit chicken dinners i only murdered billions of chickens 
What the hell do I know? Every chicken, that's the thing that gets me. You know that every chicken, that this little prick and his waste of human DNA family ever slaughtered to create their, their swill, known as the Swanson Hungry Man Dinner, it gave people hardened, hardened arteries and high cholesterol and sodium through the roof. My God, yeah, talk about American diet. No wonder we're the fattest country on earth because of him. But every chicken that Swanson Swill family ever slaughtered is worth, is the value of that chicken's life. Is They have done, that one chicken and all those chickens that followed have done more for this human race than any goddamn Tucker Carlson or the rest of them could ever muster in a thousand lifetimes. That's what gets me. Those chickens are more patriotic. They add more value. They've done more for this country. They've sacrificed their very lives for human sustenance. So Chicken Boy can get on his propaganda outlet and... And, and, and sit there like um, he was born on third base, thinking he hit a triple, sit up there in the ivory tower, dividing and conquering the dupes. Who eat that shit that his family hawked? Oh, God. This is, uh, this is jo- Joseph Goebbels reincarnated somewhere in hell. Joseph Goebbels is, is a lone tear streaking his cheek while he watches Tucker Carlson saying now the student is the master that's Tucker Carlson individualism so that's the threat that yeah, Joe uh, Biden is that did. really do you think that's what Joe Biden meant when he said white nationalism he meant rugged individualism and a can-do attitude you fuck I can't I can't see to rugged individualism so that's the threat that Joe Biden's DHS. Yeah, that's it. FBI, that's what he was saying. The U.S. military. They're all warning about. See, that's what everybody was warning about. That can-do attitude. Don't you see? That, that can-do attitude that stormed the Capitol. That's what we need more of. We need more white supremacists. See? See? I'm telling you all you dumbasses watching Fox News. God. And then, meanwhile, over on so-called liberal media, we'll get, we'll, we'll get them criticizing all of the, the Republican divide-and-conquer racist antics in one breath, and then the next breath talking about how, how can Joe Biden find common ground and bipartisan and bipartisan this? Bipartisan. They're negotiating and they're going to come down and they're going to make it $2 billion and now $3 billion. No, who cares? And blah, blah, blah. Who cares? They're never going to vote for it anyway. But it's, it's legitimizing the Republican Party yet again, giving them another free pass. So all over the country, they could be passing bullshit laws and bills to make it harder to vote. They could be passing their dirty tricks. They could give their insurrectionist tours. 
of the Capitol. They could tweet out Nancy Pelosi's location during the insurrection. They could do all these things, spread their lies. They can collude with foreign dictators. They can collude with the domestic terrorists. And there's no accountability. Nothing can touch them. Well, let's get back to you in the studio where we'll we'll discuss Joe Biden negotiating with them. Will he be able to find common ground with the damn terrorists? Oh, I mean, Republicans who are blocking the January 6th commission, who don't care about a functioning democracy. Has anybody been listening? We've been saying it forever. Don't you see? It's not, democracy is in the way. Do you really think that Tucker Carlson thinks that Joe Biden said that white nationalism means you got a can-do attitude and you're a rugged individual? That's what he was. That's what he said, right, Tucker? These people have no shame. They, are, they have no bottom. Trust me. Believe them. They're not kidding around. They're not stopping. They will never stop. And even when we smash them legally and peacefully into history's trash bin, they will continue to fester there and build up there. It will never stop. So... Future generations, when we're all in the ground, will be dealing with them. That's, that's what they are. You have to fight them. You have to continuously fight them again and again and again. The small, the, uh, every, every ounce, whatever they are, wherever they rear their disgusting heads. We're in big trouble here because they have too much power. And the Democrats don't seem to really see, or maybe they do, maybe it's all occurring behind closed doors, but do they really see the urgency of now? This is what we're up against? You can't just roll your eyes at this and be like, oh, well, that's them. They have a lot of monsters in this country, a lot of dummies, and they're all watching this shit. We have a lot of dummies right now that are in a, in a North Carolina arena listening to lies. And we have a lot of dummies who think Joe Biden is not the legitimate president. He didn't win. Well, that means, what, what does that mean? He's going to be reinstalled. That's, that's the other thing. He's going to be reinstalled in August. He's telling his dumb dumbs. And he's going on every, I, I got his damn telegram bing 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 every time i'm surprised i didn't get a bing 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 before every because all day it bings because like i followed him on telegrams like bing 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 all day i'm like what the fuck now and the big lie it never stops he just keeps lying so how there should be no everything should stop in my opinion Joe Biden needs to take Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema by the lapels legally and peacefully and smack some sh- legally and peacefully smack some shit out of them legally and peacefully and get out of the way do whatever has to be done I thought he was the great uh, you know deal maker or whatever the hell that's besides the point but 
get all these pricks out of the way and f ensure we we need to ensure that the Republican dirty tricks are not successful because this is it. That's Ray. Ray, Ray, what's the matter? I don't know if you can hear him. He's he's just he's all right. He's just being a Ray. Ray. Come here, Ray, Ray. Ray. All right. You don't listen. Well, according to the Global Terrorism Database managed by the University of Maryland, a total, and we're always about getting the numbers. Oh, you sure you are. 64 people in this country were killed between the years Here we go. of 2015 this is where and 2019 we... due to those everybody. rugged individualist white supremacists and or nationalists, end quote. Now, oh, you see, do you hear this? Real. Do you fucking hear this? Rugged individualists and or nationalists. So he's redefining what a white nationalist is. It's no longer a Nazi, a fascist, a traitor, a racist. It's uh, somebody who likes rugged individualism. The poor put upon white rugged individualists that's what joe biden meant right that's what we all meant that's what the fbi means when they say the greatest threat against this country is white nationalism oh they're just talking about the rugged individuals my god here let's continue with this tucker chicken shit. actually dig a little deeper and they don't stand up to scrutiny. Oh, In fact, really? that total 64 counts the Parkland school shooting as a white supremacist attack, which as far as we know, it was not. No, even if as you far take as you that know. number at face value, if you assume it's accurate, it would mean there are a total of 16, quote, white supremacist nationalist killings per year on average. <sighs> For comparison, 774 oh, people were murdered in the city of Chicago alone just last year. Oh, my God. I can't even because it's all, it's the cherry picking of, you know, all lies. What is this? Figures don't lie, but uh, liars can figure. White supremacy, he told us, is all around us. It the is. It, in fact, it's, it's right on our TVs all the time. White supremacy? It's being pumped into the last brain cells of America's right-wing dupes, of the suckers. You know, if they're not buying Trump Network vitamins, they're out buying some diabetes cure or spending $500 on, on some billionaire's cameo shout-out. I mean, really. It's a grift, but... The grift, here's one of the grift. The grift is divide and conquer. So when Joe Biden gives a speech that says, we gotta, we, we, we have to reckon our, with our racism, with our, the inherent racism in this country, and that's the only way we're gonna move forward as a more perfect union, the Fox fascists, they can't have anything to do with that. They can't allow that message to get across from a man who has a 60% approval rating. That's for sure. And they weren't even embarrassed by it. They were proud of it. And that hate became embedded 
systematically and systemically in our laws and our culture. We do ourselves no favors by pretending none of this ever happened or it doesn't impact us today because it does still impact us today. The Klan defines modern America? Oh my God, That's a disgusting shut up, shut up. That's a disgusting lie. Yes, it defines modern America. Look at you. You're, you have a national platform and you're spewing racist bullshit and covering the ass of white, of white nationalists. You're a Nazi. You're, you, I don't know what happened to your bow tie, but you were once a Nazi in a bow tie. And now you're just a confused-looking old white, pasty-faced, trust-funded prick. I hope the ghosts of a, of a billion chickens come and peck you in your dreams. My dreams, you're a nightmare. Oh, my God. Help me. Thank you, Shannon. Another super chat. What? It's beyond appalling. Okay, here. This is the other website I wanted to show you. Look at this fucking face. I'm sorry. I know I'm, I'm trying not to curse. Relax. I keep saying it because I'm trying to be more, I don't know, marketable i guess is that more I, I can't you can't be marketable or you get like strikes against you and stuff if you're if you're cursing but it's hard i can't not curse sometimes it just feels like a release i gotta get it out it's like look at where i live grandma what did you do grandma you know you were sitting in ireland Looking out over the sea, over the lovely cliffs. And then, then you were like, I'm going to, I'm going here? And you left us here? Jesus, help us. I could be on a cliff right now. Not that I would jump or anything, but I would be, I'd have health care. Wouldn't have to worry about this shit constantly. Oh, shit. Look, here. This is what uh, Donald... Look, after I say I'm not going to curse about it. Um, statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. Next time I'm in the White House, there will be no more dinners at his request with Mike Zuckerberg and his wife. It'll be all business. Because he's a traitor. Paradu says, be professional, please. You saying I'm unprofessional? All right, I could take the constructive criticism. Facebook's ruling is an insult to the record-setting 75 million people, plus many others who voted for, plus many others, who voted for the us in the rigged presidential election. See, the big lie keeps going, keeps on rolling. They shouldn't be allowed to get away with this censoring and silencing. Well, that's not... That's what's a private business. I thought you were all about private property, private business. Um, and silencing. And ultimately, we will win. Our country can't take this abuse anymore. Oh, my God. Please stroke out uh, legally and peacefully. Here's, here's what I was watching earlier. Let's see... 
I have to find not that. It's um Come on, come on. There we go. That's the my screen. Here's the FBI site. Look at these bastards. Where's the guy? Oh, here's the guy with the Who was, yes, the one with the cattle prod. I'll lower it a little. It's very loud. Look, see? Zeep. What a prick. So this old white bastard. How do you get a cattle prod? This is another thing why we need to have a January 6th commission. Because you've been to Washington, D.C. for protests and rallies. I have. They don't let you near or anywhere near the Capitol, that's for sure, with, uh, with anything that could be misconstrued or used as a weapon. We, we had to throw out signs that were put on little poles. You had to put them on cardboard. Right, this is the peaceful protesting. Uh, this is ooh, ooh, uh, what these Republicans are saying. It, it's just like a regular tourist visit. You bring a when you you know how it is uh, on a tourist visit when you're prodding with electricity the 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 the, the police <laughs> that happens all the time. These people need to be arrested immediately. I hope they get well. They will get them. There's a guy with a baseball bat. How do you get near the Capitol with a baseball bat? Who brings a baseball bat to a peaceful protest? <laughs> Fuckers. I hate them all. Oh, no, here's the guy who... I don't know how they found him, but good for them. The guy who was trying to rip the cop's face mask off, his gas mask. How offensive. I thought blue lives matter, damn it. But he, here's the thing. They are, they're hypocrites. We know that. It's a grift. It's a scam. The idiots, they're storming the Capitol because they don't like the, the fact that their fellow Americans, many of whom have darker pigment, don't want the con man. Want, and they actually want a functioning democracy that works for everyone. But the Republicans, they don't have an interest in it. They're incapable. Every, this is why it's a, a, it's a daunting task. Because everything that, that they put in place, I mean, we have everywhere we look, there's um, the undermining of democracy from attacking public education, from even the attacks on the post office, of course, everywhere we look. The post office is one of the most beloved federal agencies, okay? And, the, of course, they've done studies. The, the American people love the post office. But what do the Republicans do? They destroy the post office because the post office, it, it, it displays a community spirit that connects the entire country where it's not all about money 
they send the, uh, there's a mail route that goes down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon that private companies won't go there because it's not profitable. But the post office goes there because there's a community that lives there. You see? And the Republicans hate community. My name is Tara Devlin. I cannot believe that the Progressive Voices show is coming to a close. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Tara Devlin. And remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. Ah, F that up. Because, I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. What are you going to do? Just going to keep going forward. Keep it moving, Devlin. Keep it moving. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Yes. That's right. Elise on the chat says, how Biden wins again. January 6th commission. Screw the Repubs, student debt forgiveness, and a public option. Oh, yeah. That would be great. They actually passed, let's see, passed a public option. I think in Nevada. Let me see this. Nevada. They're trying to do one here in New York, of course, which would be great for me since I live here, but I worry about everybody else. A public health care option looks stalled in Congress, but it is very much alive in Nevada. From Vox, Dylan Scott writes, Nevada will become the first, oh wait, excuse me, just the second state with a public option after Washington implemented its own version of the proposal. I didn't know this huh? earlier this year. The Democrat controlled that drives me insane as you know the democrat controlled congress no honey it's democratic why that's another example why we need the liberal media and here's right there the example of the pejorative the democrat party being um, infiltrated in general discourse by people who are supposed to know better and are writing, um, you know, with a Democratic bent. No, it's not the Democrat-controlled Congress. It's Democratic, because the name of the party is Democratic Party. Not Democrat Party, it's Democratic. Jesus Christ. All right, sorry. The Democrat-controlled legislator... Legislature, excuse me, is racing against the clock. The legislative session ends on June 1st. Now it's time to act. But he, I think it actually passed, though. This was May, um, May in 20... This article is a little outdated, but it, it did pass. So, all right. I think it passed. Hmm. Let's see. The state will bid out the businesses to private insurance carriers instead of doing the work in-house. Medicaid managed care organizations will be required to submit a bid. Nevada's plans to launch a public option hinges on participation from the state's Medicaid managed care organizations. After passing both houses of the legislature, 
The Democratic governor, Steve Sisliak, told reporters on Tuesday he will sign the bill and will likely crown Nevada as the second state to pass a public option, a government-run plan that promises to lower premiums and increase access to care by creating an additional insurance option for residents. That is the best news I ever heard. It is, next to whenever I got a message that I got a new patron. That's the second best news. Every time I hear... See, I get the messages. When somebody becomes a patron, I get a little um, notification. Thankfully, that they don't notify me when people drop out because I would be, I would be sad. They only notify me when somebody joins, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah. We're getting closer. We're getting better. We're going great. We're getting great. We're making America great. Not again. Oh, here. Courage. Something shared by countless Americans. <laughs> Those who risked their lives. Those who battled serious illness. When I was diagnosed with prostate cancer, I was primarily concerned with ridding Bob myself Dole. of the cancer. But secondly, I was concerned about possible post-operative side effects. And like not erectile being able, dysfunction, ED. Not being able to bang my hot wife. You know, it's a little embarrassing to talk about ED, but it's so important to millions of men and their partners and that I decided to talk about it publicly. And after all, it can be associated with many conditions, including prostate surgery, high blood pressure, diabetes. Being a Republican. The point I want to make is there are many treatments available for ED, so my advice but is there's no to get a medical being checkup. A fascist prick. It's the best way to get educated about ED and what can be done to treat it. It may take a little courage. But I've always found that everything worthwhile does. <laughs> oh, you gotta have courage to be to be a huckster. No, that doesn't take courage. It just takes greed, self-centered, self-centeredness, self-serving sociopathy. I mean, that's really the Republican trifecta. My God. Oh, and, all right, I know we're a little all over the place, but that's how it is sometimes on Terror Buster. Well, most of the time. Um, so we're talking about the January 6th commission as well, and I saw that um, here's a, from, where is this, Michigan, the local Michigan Capital Confidential. A Democrat's amendment insinuates legislative leaders affiliate with domestic terrorists. Democratic State Senator Jeff Irwin of Ann Arbor offered an amendment on the Senate floor this week, insinuating that top legislative leaders may be a security risk to the, to the state and be affiliated with domestic terrorists. What? See where we live? But this is 100% correct. The Republicans in the House and in the Senate, in the federal government, are in league with terrorists. So here's a state legislator who, see, the Republicans in, in the Michigan, in the Michigan, <laughs> I'm always used to saying Michigan, I'm always used to saying Republicans, so everything is, it's, uh, it's, it's seeping into other words, I'm sorry, but the, Michigan is where the Republicans are, uh, 
they, they storm the Capitol with their uh, AK-47 screaming in the faces of the um, of the of the police officers guarding the um, the the governor, I guess. Notice there were no um, well, that's that's what it means being a a white, especially white male Republican. You never you're not in danger of being shot. Well, you could you could storm the Capitol with an assault weapon and scream unmasked in the middle of a pandemic in the faces of the police officers who are on guard to defend the government of the United States against domestic terrorism, well, terrorists, foreign and domestic. But you see the, the white privilege is on full display along with white nationalism, the whole Capitol riot is, that was a white nationalist rally. They don't like that black people voted. That's why all of their dirty tricks, their voting, uh, their gerrymandering, voter suppression dirty tricks are, are laser focused on people who have darker pigment. So this Democratic state representative says, The article continues, it involves a bill requiring legislative leaders to be notified by the lieutenant governor when the governor leaves the state and returns, and then returns. So they need to inform the the representatives if the governor, of the movements of the governor, where the governor might be. So Irwin proposed an exception. Under it, the requirement would not, be, would not apply if the lieutenant governor knows or reasonably believes that a House or Senate majority or minority leader, quote, presents a security risk to the state because of his or her affiliations with a domestic terrorist organization. And that's, that's all of them. We, we played the video on the show the other day of one of the re- Republicans opening the door where is it open the to the terrorists who stormed the capitol to riot yeah republic in oregon that's what i forgot his name is mike nearman open he we have it on on video they were waiting and this republican open the door to the to the protesters not protesters rioters and they trash the capital thanks to him because they're in on it of course they're in on it that's why the republicans don't want a january 6th commission Irwin made his proposal to amend senate bill 458 on june 2nd under the bill the required wit- written notice would go to the Senate majority and minority leaders, the Speaker of the House and the House minority leader. This would have to happen within 12 hours of the temporary successor assuming the powers of the governorship. The amendment failed by a 20 to 16 vote. Well, all of the Senate Democrats voted in favor and no Republicans voted for it because they're traitors and they're in on it. What would it matter? If you're not in league with traitors, just vote for it then. What do you have to worry about? Why should... It's like Lauren Boebert giving, tweeting out the location of the Speaker of the House during the riot. 
There's no other reason f to do that unless you want, you're telling your, your co-conspirators, don't worry, don't, don't look here. She's not here. Try the other places I showed you. Search the tunnels. Search the, the back rooms. You'll find that bitch. Put a bullet in her head. That's what they were saying. Nancy, where are you? And that woman who took a private plane, the, the real estate basic B who took a private jet to the Capitol riot, she, um, she was, had, uh, had testified or whatever she said, one of her statements was like, yeah, they would have, they, they would have put a bullet in her head. Pull a, put a bullet in Nancy Pelosi's brain. This is what we're, we're up against. A nice, just a bunch of tourists. Nice tourists. Anyway, all right. What, I mean, I'm looking at the time here. It goes by so fast. For me, I don't know about you. It's too fast, really. Oh, I didn't see that. The Lincoln Project ad, the real Antifa is awesome. I have to check it out. Thank you, Richard, on the, on the chat. So, my God. The thing that's really annoying me, there's many things. And I see how the time flies. But the fact that, you see, the party of personal responsibility never takes responsibility for themselves. Of course. So now they're, they're attacking, attacking Dr. Fauci with this, I don't even know. I, that's, I've, I was trying to figure out what is the big scandal here? Because one of the things that I hate about corporate media in general, and especially fascist media, right-wing media, is that they, they use these umbrella terms where you're supposed to fill in the blanks. Everything is a Rorschach test for your own manias. Like, so they'll say, Dr. Fauci's um, explosive, uh, the scandal of Dr. Fauci. What, what is the scandal? I've, I've been going through the right-wing media trying to figure out, where's the scandal? So in the beginning of the pandemic, he... He said, first he said, don't wear a mask. Then he said, wear a mask. Then he said, um, it's from a lab or it's not from a lab leak. Who fucking cares whether it came from a, it was a lab leak. How is this Dr. Fauci's problem? Or how does that make him someone that needs to be uh, vilified? It's unbelievable. It, it makes it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. So how does targeting Dr. Fauci? Well, of course they need to. You can't have their dumb, glorious, dim leader take any responsibility for the six hundred thousand plus corpses he and his filthy fascist collaborators helped create. And just in in in, in opposition to everything Dr. Fauci was trying to do. Now, Dr. Fauci is someone who has contributed more to this universe, to this uh, earth, to, to human beings in general, than any single filthy fascist Republican could ever imagine. 
or uh, all of their entire wasted DNA lineage could ever contribute in entire human history. We know that. That's what they have a problem with. They don't want... It's, a, it's part of the fascist ideology anyway. Who needs an expert when you have a con man who says yeah, he's got a very big brain? That, uh, really? I mean, remember, I, I, when I think about the last four years, I don't know how we got through it, but some of us did not. There are 600,000-plus corpses, premature corpses, that were created thanks to Republicans and their lies, downplaying the pandemic when they knew it was, it was dangerous. When he was on the phone with, uh, with Bob Woodward. How, oh, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a tough one. This is... Uh, very tough one, or whatever, however he said it. A tricky one. This is a, oh, you don't stand a chance. That's what he was telling Bob Woodward, but what he was telling the American people was it's nothing. It's a flu. It's a nothing. It's going to disappear. Don't worry about it. Get back to work. Easter Sunday's a very special day for me. Let's do it. <sighs> but what the hell? Uh, we know that... Uh, what they were speculating on the corporate media about Twitler's um, Nuremberg rally today is that he's going to vilify Dr. Fauci. Hold on a second. I'm on the fucking air. Let's get a text. Hey, you got a minute? No. Let me just respond to this. No. I'm on the air leave me alone okay so all right that's why i need a producer um where is it here it is trump pushes where is it sorry guys trump pushes wuhan lab leak theory and targets fauci from the washington post Donald Trump and his allies have spent the past few weeks trying to rewrite or distort the history of the pandemic, attempting with renewed vigor to villainize Dr. Anthony Fauci while lionizing the former president for what they portray as a her- as heroic foresight and underappreciated efforts to combat the virus because it was so unfair. That virus was so unfair to him. Everything was so perfect before the con man squeezed his fat orange. No, I'm not trying to fat shame him. He's just a he's just a horrible person. Not that horror equals fat. I don't know. I hate him. That's all. They have focused on the early moments of the coronavirus response and the origins of the virus, downplaying the, any role that. He might have played in casting others in the wrong, at times taking comments out of context and at others drawing conclusions that are unproved. And at, at a time when the number of vaccinated people continue to rise and deaths are at their lowest level, it has placed the coronavirus back at the center of the political debate because Trump is a con man. So you, the con man can't be wrong. He can never do any wrong. 
even when he destroys 600,000 Americans and counting in six months. I mean, that's, you got to give him some sick, evil credit. I'm sure Putin does. Putin loves these Republicans. They, they create so many premature American corpses. There's nobody who could do that. But the Republicans, I mean, Putin can only dream of that. He wouldn't be able to accomplish that if he, if he launched an attack and, and uh, just stormed the beaches here. That, he wouldn't be able to accomplish 600,000-plus American corpses in six months? That's more than World War II. My God. How many, when they, I think it was more than all of the American wars at this point. No one could do that as, as adept than uh, Twitler. At a time when the number, oh yeah, I read that. Now everybody is agreeing that I was right when I very early on called Wuhan the source of COVID-19, sometimes referred to as the China virus. We all knew it was coming from Wuhan, except we knew when Trump, when Trump, the, the orange con man, when he got in front of a microphone, remember how much he praised. He was the only one praising president, who's not a president, is a dictator, President Xi, and how great, I want to congratulate China on their open. I mean, this is what he said. I want to congratulate China on their openness. And President Xi is doing such a fabulous job. At doing, well, he didn't say foul. He probably said great because they have all of the Trumps have a very limited vocabulary because they are ignorant, even worse than ignorant. You know, you could say their dumbasses are ignorant. Yes, but a lot of them are just don't have a chance. They're stupid. Whereas the, the Twitler, the whole Twitler lineage, have everything handed to them. They, could, they get to buy their way into the best schools, but they don't want to do the work involved in getting the education from the best school. They just want the, the, the piece of paper on the wall that says, look, I'm somebody. I worked really hard, and I got this degree. But... They cheat themselves. They don't realize that. You cheat yourself, con man. That's why there'll never be enough. Enough shit. There'll, enough trophy wife. Enough cameo appearances. Enough $500 a pop at a cameo appearance. This is what you do? At the, and he, he bills himself as the vice president of the Trump organization. That's what you do all day? Doing shout-outs to Sweet Sixteens for $500 a pop. It's beyond fathomable. These pe- the con, the grift, I sometimes referred to as the China virus. What is the point? Not that he would ever stop saying that racist-ass thing. Oh, well, what's the difference? We said China, f- we said uh, Spanish flu, we, we used... If saying that Spanish flu, if it were getting people killed, beaten, and uh, everything in between, and vilified and mocked and harassed, 
a, a, a leader who is a patriot, who loves this country, would stop saying it. Saying, oh, if, if my words are contributing to people uh, being assaulted here in the United States, then I will stop it because I'm a patriot and I care about this country and I care about the people in it. I don't want to see people beating other people in the street. But that's not what Republicans do. That's not what fascists do. The, the more people beating each other in the streets, the better. So what is the difference? We know that it came from Wuhan. That's what everybody said. Whether it came from one of these butchery wet markets, wet with blood, or it came from a lab is incidental. So we will find it, find out, but I don't see how that gets these pricks off the hook for their abhorrent and disgusting response to a national emergency. It's like if um, if we were attacked on 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 at Pearl Harbor and FDR had uh, business dealings with the Japanese government, he was like, "Oh well, that's what would be so bad if we were friends? Nothing really happened. Nothing happened. They, it was an accident." He's oh, uh, we just go out there and lie about it. To me, it was obvious from the beginning, and I was badly criticized. Yes, you're such a victim, aren't you? Now they're all saying it. He was right. Thank you. Oh, my God. Some, please, God, if you are a there, if you are there, if you're a God, if you're there, show, I will turn, I will, I will, I will stop being a Buddhist. Okay, I will f turn, I will be a Jesus. Ist. Do something about this orange monster. Show, show me the power of Jesus. <laughs> Do so, you let this orange vomit infest earth? That's how I know. That there, I mean, there is no God, really. The central argument from him and his allies is that the possibility that the viruses escaped from the lab in Wuhan, which remains a possibility or was manufactured there, a claim for which there is no public evidence, as opposed to spreading from an animal to a human, was unfairly dismissed or covered up by scientists and media organizations bent on destroying the former president? I don't see how that is a problem. What is the problem? Whether it came from a lab or an animal, jumped from an animal to, a pe to people, the fact is lots of uh, diseases, viruses, jump from animals to people so we're all learning as we go what happened, where it came from, where it's more will be revealed. Sort of like in the beginning when in Dr. Fauci said, well, don't wear a mask, or you don't have to. And then he said, yes, you have to, because we get more information. And people who are normal and not fascist pricks waiting for a con man to give them their next dose of Trump Network vitamins, they would then you adjust with the new information you have. So... 
What is the whether it came from a lab or a, a disgusting butcher shop? Uh, what is the difference? You still killed six hundred thousand and counting. You still allowed it to come here, and you allowed it when it got here to spread like wildfire, killing people at such a rate. We needed to have refrigerated morgues on the streets. And mass graves. And trust me, if Joe Biden wasn't elected in this uh, in the election, we would be like India right now. What do you think would happen? There would be no vaccine rollout. That's part of the problem. Trittler, because they suck at business. They're, they're better at conning people and getting in grifts and whatever the grift might be. See, if you're a businessman, you don't have time to go on Cameo and do dozens of shout-outs to sweet 16ers and, and morons turning 50 and people who want to go fishing. Stupid. That's what you, you don't have time for that because you're a businessman and you're making too much buck. You're making bank on your businesses. So why do you need a Cameo account? Why? But they all have them now. Roger Stone, Sebastian Gorka has them. Um, Scaramucci. Who else? Omarosa. It's beyond parody. But these clowns, these treasonous, greed-centered clowns are going to destroy democracy. You know why? Because that's always been the point of republicanism, and they're riding this baby all the way over the finish line. So what? It's a con man and his crime family of, of greed-centered ghouls and ghosts of the Gilded Age. Ho, who cares? They're going to hold that, that little monster. They're going to ride that monster, and he's going to accomplish what they've always wanted to accomplish, the death of the American Republic. That's what it's about. Make no mistake. That's it. I've been saying that for years. Republicans hate democracy. They don't like democracy. People are like, oh, you're just being, uh, you're just being um, controversial or something. I don't know. You're being, it's both sides. I would, I would hear that too. Well, then one side says this and the other side says that. Yeah, the one side, let me, uh, let me say, I, I hear you. We go on about the Democrats, not all Democrats, the Democratic establishment, the Democratic machine, the Democratic National Committee, the, the money machine is, is, is abominable. We need to get money out of politics. We get these pricks out of politics of every stripe. But all of the Democrats, and, and part of them that really gets on my nerves is their enabling the Republican fascism, you know, this one a little bit of fascism, not full bore 
full tilt boogie type fascism but you'll never see as 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 crappy as that is and how much work we have to do there that's yeah that's not to be denied but you won't see the the democrats you will never see a democrat come down an escalator calling mexicans race uh, rapists you won't see i mean they don't it, it would never happen because democrats would not put up with it you don't see the democrats who leave the obama administration on cameo you know why because they're doing things. They're working. They're working. They're doing other things. Like, you don't see, um, like, uh, Jimmy Carter, for example. They always, they vilify Jimmy Carter because that's all they got. And what, does, what did Jimmy Carter do with his post-presidential years? Did he come up with a scam? Did he hawk um, ED drugs? Did he... Whatever, did he become uh, a consultant for an, a Turkish dictator? An, uh, an, unregistered, an unregistered foreign agent? Did he do things like that to line his own pockets? No, he's out there, 90-something years old, building Habitat for Humanity, teaching Sunday school, an actual Christian. But that's when, when a real Christian... When that's the, the, I remember, I mean, I was little, but I remember now le- reading about it. But the Republicans, as soon as they loved the, the Christian part, but then when they realized, oh, wait, wait, he's a real Christian. He's not one of these phony baloney Christians who hate gays, where gay, being a gay basher is the only holy obligation. No, he's like an actual Christian. Holy shit. They couldn't stand him. And he's out there doing his Christian. He really is a Christian. He's, that's what he believes. And he puts it into practice. Teaching Sunday school, building Habitat for Humanity. He's not out there coming up with a scam. But that's what the Republicans do. They take decent people. If you're decent and, you're, and you're, you're, uh, you actually contribute... If you're worthy, if you're somebody like, for, for example, Dr. Fauci, you're somebody who's given to the world. He's helped. He was instrumental in helping make AIDS a manageable illness and not a death sentence. What have Republicans done? Nothing. How many have, how many have they killed? How many will they kill? It will never stop until we stop them legally and peacefully. But they have to go after somebody. You can't. Who, who are they going to pick? Who are they going to pick? It can't be Twitler. It certainly can't be... Um, who else? Um, Donald Trump Jr. Who are they going to point to? Jared. Nobody can point to... Th- to themselves it's not their fault that every that so many people are suffering now and grieving the loss of loved ones needlessly because of these mother efforts it has oh well let's go for fauci because they 
they picked on him on Fox News. He became all over Fox News, and it's a coordinated effort to make him make him the scapegoat for the for the party of personal responsibility that takes absolutely no responsibility for the corpses it makes. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the show going and growing. And you know that's what we got to do. Really. Because we will win, and they know that. But we have to get the word out, and we have to build the community. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Give the show a good review on iTunes. We will win. We stick together. We win. I'll see you very soon. Oh my God, that goes by so fast. We need um, a daily show at a set time. Thank you, JD, for your super chat. Call them insurrectionists, JD writes. Absolutely, yes. Not rioters, they're insurrectionists. Absolutely. Thank you all for hanging out. We had a nice time. Next time, I think we'll open the phones. We'll have next show. What do you think about that? We we haven't opened the phones. Haiku sent me a message and said that someone was asking about opening the phones. So I think we will. I think we will. Next time. Since next time when we have um, more liberty, Saturday nights, we got to keep it to like two hours. So, all right, listen up. Listen, listen, listen. I want to thank everyone for hanging out. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Errol. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Evolve One. Thank you, JD, for all of your super chats tonight. And thank everyone for participating in the chat room at youtube.com slash C slash Tarabuster. It's always a lively group, especially on Saturdays. Thank you, Haiku, for being our moderator. I know, Shannon's, I'm just reading some of the older chats Shannon's like, oh my God, this is on effing cameo. I know. It's beyond parody. It's beyond. She's talking about Donald Trump Jr. on par- on cameo. But he's not the only one. They're all on it. Here, let's just play this. Let's see. That's not the right page. Hold on. What am I looking at? Let's see. Look. Hi, Sebastian Gorka here with a message for Aggie from Tony. Uh, He says that you came here from Poland. You understand the threat of communism and that you're very (laughs) upset about what happened in November. Don't be. We have a nation to save. Oh, my God. Let's make America great again. All the best and God bless. Because Joe Biden is all about communism. Oh, no, it's not Joe Biden. It's um, everyone surrounding him. 
Joe Biden is, he's got dementia. That's the message. Either he's got dementia or he's, he's a secret communist, but he's not the one who is parroting the uh, Putin's talking points. But let's see, who else is on here? Mother's Day. Is that Betsy? Oops, Sebastian sorry. Walker here with a little message what? from Melissa. She says you are an angel on earth and the most selfless person she knows. I hear you're a staunch conservative Ugh. and a big fan. You sound like well, a thank you, dumb... Thank you very much. I understand you're a fan of that Stuart Varney as well. Yeah, but uh, my accent's better. Wishing you a very, very happy belated Mother's Day. God bless you all. Ugh, vile, vile. Who else is on here? Omarosa? Well, I'm sure she's... See, she doesn't say Trump. She says reality TV star. Hi, Tom. Happy birthday. I understand that you've been working so hard and it is your birthday. And because of the pandemic, you haven't been able to get together with your friends. Well, just know that your friends, Jimmy and Zach, they wanted me, Lady O, to send you a very special message because they're ready to get back together, hang out a bit, play a little Fortnite, and just celebrate making it another year. And here you are. It's your birthday, Tom. And I just want to say happy birthday to you. Have a good time. And as soon as you can. Oh, my God. Let's see. We can be here all night with this. Oh, Sean Spicer. Look at this shit. This is a fascist lying prick who, remember, this was the largest inauguration crowd Ever. And here he is from Dancing with the Stars, Grift, to this Grift. Hi, uh, MT. I understand uh, you're uh, taking an economics course and looking for a little advice and encouragement. I'm not sure I'm the right guy. I, I took uh, both micro and macro economics in college, and uh, neither one of them were my strong suit, to put it that mildly. I think I was asked to uh, find another course. But I will say, um, buy low sell high that's a that's something you should follow definitely um god also drop the core he's got a lot of makeup on too he's really caked it on and look at all of the the pictures on his wall are all pictures of him and trump now i thought i i recently remember seeing him this is sean spicer talking about how um something about redemption and trying to rehab his image not but the unapologetic unapologetic fascist propagandists who hate this country who spread lies so racist discord and division and uh, they're at it they then never stop they will not stop and the grift continues but there's no there's no apology Never being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. Hey, Nick. For a Sean fascist Spicer. insurrection. You? Hope you're doing well. Uh, I understand there's some controversy brewing about uh, how many subscribers you have on YouTube. 
I haven't looked, but I'm going to tell you, I, my guess is that you have more subscribers than anybody. And it's, it's probably the biggest, largest you believe these YouTube people? subscription that anybody's had. Um, there, but also... Oh, my God. $99. Oh, $199. Thank you so much, Sean. This was excellent. Anthony, Sean Spicer, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday from your kids and three grandsons. Happy birthday to you. Anyway, uh, I hope you have a happy and safe birthday out there on Long Island. I appreciate uh, all the support. He's picking I, uh, his ear. I understand from Christina that you watch the show on Newsmax, Spicer & Company, every night at 6. Oh. Uh, so thank you for doing that. I hope you continue to spread the word. All right. Whatever. Guys, 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 guys. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. Thank you. Let's see who we got. Lee in New York City and Haiku and Jim and Errol. Give me a holla if you know that Sanders should have become our president. Yes, that's right, Errol. Thank you, Shannon. Nice to see you, Elise and Richard and Lee, of course. Lee in New York City. Jim and Jim. And Traverse J. And star, Shadow Star Ace. And Richard W. And Paradu. And I hope I don't miss anybody. Richard W. And I think I missed a couple of people. Sh Suzanne. Nice to see you. And JD. And yeah, a lot of other people. Oh, M. David. So. Robbie, thank you so much for your super chat right under the wire. I really appreciate it, guys. So let's let's try to um, get together as soon as possible. What do you think about that? Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And also, probably I should say this in the beginning of the show. I'll say it again. I will, uh, if you didn't get a mug, if you're a patron and a, a regular supporter, send, and you want a mug, a Tara, Tara Buster mug, um, some people have requested, so I've been sending out mugs, but I think I might have sent two to somebody. So if you didn't get a mug and, and, and you requested it, I'm sorry to be annoying, but send me another email or message on patreon so i'll send you a mug all righty all righty listen up my name is tara devlin thank you so much guys you make my day you make it you make me want to keep going i wouldn't do it without you and i can't do it without you so you do embody we stick together, we win. And we will win. Because we're on the right side of history. You know it. 
we're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy, and we don't apologize for being the real patriots that this country sorely needs. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I'll see you very soon.